0: As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're gonna wanna listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable
1: There is nothing in life that you cannot breathe through except death. And since we're all alive, it means at least there's one breath left. So pull it deep into your chest, into your bones, into your breasts, into your blood, into your necks, into the mud, into the depth, until it hugs your souls and suffocates the space that you have left, until it tugs your heartstrings and leaves your molecules caressed, just a few precious seconds right before eternal rest. Will you fight for your survival from this uninvited guest? Will you Rolodex your history to glamorize regrets or set your sights on new arrivals and go sprinting up the steps. Me, I'll revel in the wonder of the colors and the shapes.
0: Now let the magic begin. Hello, and Jai Ma, Jai Ma yomis. It's Raquel. Oh, and it's been um a wild month. <laughs> I'm in California, which has been under lockdown for a few weeks now where we're ordered to stay inside with few exceptions like the grocery store and the bank. Pretty much everything else is closed though and I'm sure many of you are either just starting to experience it or have been experiencing lockdown for a while. What I really want to send out though is for anybody that is extremely affected by COVID-19 right now. Feel whatever you are feeling and that there's no need to suppress it whatsoever. Be open to the lessons that happen to come from this for you and for the greater expansion of this collective experience. And I hope that this episode, though, does bring you some light as when there are moments where we trek through darkness or hard times, we all deserve pockets of light right? And so I hope this episode delivers that to you. Though, of course, we do discuss what is very apparent in our world right now. We do alchemize it into, I think, an artful conversation in some way. And that is the beauty of whatever we're going through, is to alchemize it. Defining myself is like confining myself. So I undefine myself to find myself. Words from today's magical guests. (laughs) In queue, we all may be experiencing a bit of physical confinement in some way, which honestly is doable. But what really is unbearable is feeling confinement mentally, emotionally, or spiritually by holding back whatever's going on within or not allowing yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. So, again, whatever you are feeling. It's okay to face it and feel it so you can release it and so you can free it. And also, what a beautiful time for us to collectively embrace whatever each other is feeling as we're experiencing this together. And there's no no judgment at all. Taking it day by day and embracing each present moment and bringing light into each present moment. And again, I hope this episode does bring you some light because it was a really fun conversation. Allie, my former co-host, I'm sure you are very well aware of her existence, her mermaid magical existence. Um, Ali actually introduced me to NQ's work back in 2017. She introduced me to his work because she knew I just loved writing poems. I wrote, was writing poems every morning pretty much, especially on my nature walks, and I have been doing that since high school. Uh, But I really started to dive deep into writing, especially more spiritual, soulful writing in about 2014, 2015 when this spiritual trajectory really started to accelerate and I became open to it. Yet I had these visions as well when it came to my poetry of how I might share it with the world and verbal expression or I guess what NQ does spoken word poetry and how I stepped into that or didn't. (laughs) we'll talk about that on this episode. That's actually one of the most powerful moments in this episode. And I hope that something hits you when you listen to this and all of this. And what I also just admire about NQ's expression since day one is that he really does question most all things in life and opens us up to questioning more about life. And it's always so nice to hear someone share in writing a way you're feeling or perceiving your world. You know? And he articulates things in a way that my soul feels, and it's like, yes, this is me. It's just so nice to hear another person's version and another person's articulation of the way they perceive the world that parallels the way you see the world. We're all going through these universal experiences, we're all mirrors for each other. So, for those of you who may not be familiar with NQ, well, he is actually a national poetry slam champion, is an award-winning poet and a multi-platinum songwriter. And he's also written with Aloe Black, Miley Cyrus, Mike Posner, Foster the People, you know, just to just to name a few. <laughs> he's on Oprah's Super Soul 100 list of the world's most influential thought leaders. Yet again, when it comes to NQ, he's just inspired so many through the way he shares his art We talk about how no one's really superhuman, but we all at the same time have superhuman powers, right? Right? (laughs) So he's superhuman in his own way. And I love that he's just really living his truth fully to the fullest and relishing in it. And his book, yes, he's got a book out now called Inquire Within, and it's ready for you to order. I will indeed leave that link in the show notes for you to order. Um, It comes out March 31st. I know this podcast is released the day before, but still, you can order it. You won't really have to wait. Order it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Indies. Again, bringing light to this dark times, I highly recommend just relishing in poetry that nourishes your soul and allows you to feel. So you can also continue to feel whatever else you're feeling right now. And it's been inspiring new poems for this poetry book that I've, in a sense, been working on for, like, five years now, which, yes, it's coming, it's coming, I promise, just in divine timing, I'm not pressuring it, I'm not pushing it, I am seeing new experiences for it, so I'm allowing that to unveil, and I'm like, okay, you know what, this is just one of those art pieces that is just going to come out when she's ready. So in the meantime, go grab Q's poetry book and just allow that, his poetry, to nourish your soul. And what also nourishes my soul are your reviews. Shout out to this week's Yomi review from Elise underscore Breeze. I'm so happy that all the guests have been vibing with you, like you say, and especially at this time, we may need a reminder of what really is good, what really matters, what is so true for our souls, no matter what is going on in the world and bring magic and light to this time so i'm actually gonna post clips of past magic guests either once or twice a week little mini episodes little mini clips just for you to again nourish the soul in some way breeze i'm happy that the guests have vibed with you and if this podcast has inspired you in any way and you have a moment, it would mean the world to simply just hear from you and review wherever you're from and leave your name and your Instagram handle, if you have an Instagram handle, so I can shout you out specifically. All right, with all that being said, I believe it is time to let the magic begin within Q. sometimes they like to hear the beginning of a combo
1: okay well this is the beginning
0: this is this is really the beginning so this will obviously not be in
1: <laughs> yeah no you could keep it in i mean if you want yeah maybe if you will. want it to be <laughs> like more authentic
0: uh yeah it's eleven eleven. make a wish make a wish adam do you like to be called adam or nq
1: um in life i don't mind being called adam but on the podcast i'd rather be called nq just because it makes it easier
0: Absolutely. Well, in Q, I'm so extremely moved right now because you just uploaded a video to your YouTube like, what, five minutes ago, ten minutes ago? Yeah, I <laughs> didn't
1: even know that it was up.
0: <laughs> yep, it is up. I was like the 20th view, view 22 or something like that. And Beautiful, thank you. I watched it and I was moved and I'm like, what a way to segue into chatting with Q, <laughs> because, wow. was that a new one a new poem
1: no no unfortunately it's um it's an old one i don't know if unfortunately is the right word but (laughs) you know
0: well it's fitting it's
1: unfortunate in the way that it's applicable to the moment that we're in yeah
0: absolutely that's
1: the unfortunate part you know is that it's relevant like any of the social or political pieces that i do i write them for myself first i mean i'm definitely the first person in my audience Mm -hmm. and uh and yet i have like an immediate hope that i can retire them mm. you know i don't want to have to to share them i don't want them to be relevant anymore
0: and you're right unfortunately this one is and it really really hit home and it will hit home for many i can't actually i really am going to share this with my dad right after this podcast because he's an old 75 year old man who is brought to tears and chills the second he is moved by something and he's already been extremely moved by a few of your other videos that some I believe have gone viral which is really amazing but this one wow yeah thank you no thank you
1: well it's I'm happy to be talking to you right now and you know I know that you were not feeling well so how are you feeling are you you feeling better and uh, what was I would on? like to
0: say absolutely feeling better because my temperature Good. is lower, which is wonderful. And yeah, if I just continue to quarantine myself and stay inside and um, relax, I just feel I begin to feel better. Plus, do you ever listen to Joe Dispenza?
1: Um, I love Joe Dispenza. Yeah. yeah, I've seen him talk live a couple of times, actually, at ah. random conferences that I was at. Yeah, he's a really, really powerful voice, at, yeah. you know, in terms of uh, manifesting your reality and, and kind of changing what's going on in your body based on uh, how you imagine it and the words that you choose to speak to yourself. And so anyone who's listening to this who hasn't checked out Joe Dispenza, he's he's really the truth and, and worth uh, delving into his work.
0: Absolutely. You hit it right on the nose right there. That's why I've been just listening to him to heal. And it's, mm-hmm. A, I don't think I have the coronavirus, but just something else. Uh, B, I, act, I really do feel better. And I think it's because I, my mind has been, or I've been reminding myself, I really am okay. I feel better. And it's helped mm-hmm. a lot. Thanks to the work of Dr. Joe.
1: Dr. Joe, shout out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, God forbid, but even if you did, I mean, yeah you know, most of the population, unfortunately, is going to get it until there's a vaccine that's created. So I know. it's um a really wild and unfathomable situation. Um, and, you know, is going to immediately change the world. As it already has. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's uniting us in such a beautiful way too, but you're right. Why does it have to take a disaster such as this to bring us together? Like the title of your recent poem, It Shouldn't Take a Disaster to Bring Us Together.
1: Yeah, I think that people... By the way, I don't know if this is like the most interesting conversation (laughs) so far. Like, I feel like I'm just kind of babbling and not focused on the book or or anything specific but
0: uh uh-uh, that's your mind people love this okay no because cool. you're going to be talking about that on every other podcast as well which we will of course we'll get into yeah but i mean people want to hear all of it and what's going on in your heart this is so relevant for everybody as well so this is beyond interesting all right to me at cool
1: leave. yeah i think that it's like an impossible situation to ignore and it's a weird thing to try to be selling something right now i mean i've worked on this poetry for 25 years and I believe in it and I think it's medicine for me and hopefully medicine for other people. Um, And so I just kind of had to decide that I wasn't going to market it or sell it. I was just going to kind of share it. There's no way not to acknowledge uh, the pain and suffering that people are going through right now and um, how this is going to continue and the uncertainty and the anxiety that you're feeling in the world if you pay attention to it beyond even your own experience. And I think that... Uh, in terms of personal experience look when a, when a person makes a systemic change in their life um, it usually happens after they face some sort of a disaster or a trauma mm-hmm. and it's something that you know um, kind of shakes them up and wakes them up out of their slumber and allows them to see themselves and their lives as it really is not how they, maybe would imagine it to be, you know, or want it to be, but how it actually is. And they are forced in that window to take responsibility for their actions or to ignore it and fall back asleep again. And, um, you know, if they fall back asleep again, sometimes they don't get another chance like that for 10 years. Um, and uh, and so, you know, that that's pretty deep in and of itself. But if they wake up to their actions, then they can actually shift you know and um make real change in their life and so in that way it becomes an opportunity and i think a person is you know i mean an individual is is the collective and i think this is our collective opportunity to make a shift because what we've been doing is clearly unsustainable as humanity um and there will be an end to this i mean i actually have a lot of like um not apocalyptic thoughts. I'm not really that type of a person. I always will end on hope. But um, I think that this is going to be uh, infinitely worse than most people are acknowledging or imagining right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet, without getting into the details of of what I think based on, you know, the facts that are out there right now, um, there is an end to this. (laughs) You know, no matter how long this takes, from six months to two years, there is an end. There will be a vaccine and there will be an end to this. There will not be an end to climate change. And if we fall asleep again, we're going to wake up in 20 years and it will be existential. And so I think this is a a warning from Mother Nature. And it's going to take all of us going through this collective suffering to make some systemic changes Uh, And I'm talking to myself too.
0: (laughs) And I, even though I do what I can, I'm listening to you as though it's like, wow, there's so much more we can all do. And by the way, what you're saying right now, along with just the poetry that's in your book, but really what you're saying right now in this present moment is medicine. So don't even worry about the fact, I'm glad that you're not worried about the fact that you're for marketing this poetry book, because literally what you're sharing in your heart in this present moment it reminds us our truth, which is very much aligned with your truth, which therefore makes us want to, of course, dive into the words that you are preaching from your soul or sharing from your soul. And yeah, your p- book right now has been medicine for me as I've been healing. But also just talking with you right now about this, I'm like, oh. Adam is, our NQ is amazing.
1: Yeah, it's okay. You can call me Adam too. <laughs> well, I just, you know, NQ is actually, it's uh, inquiry. Mm-hmm. And it was like given to me when I was 15 years old, my buddy Jay and I were walking and I needed a rap name. And he was like, you should be inquiry because you ask a lot of questions. <laughs> and, uh, and so then people just started calling me inquiry. And then people started calling me InQ for short. And then, in queue later got changed to in question which is basically like my life philosophy yeah. so i think that's part of the reason that we decided to name the book inquire within and um you know i rarely hear my my real name uh <laughs> but you know definitely my real name is adam <laughs>
0: yeah well cool. so, right. and your real name is also in Q. it is your real name too it really is
1: they've gotten closer together over the years <laughs> you know like in terms <laughs> of like sure. more aligned you know, at the beginning, I think it was perfectly aligned. And then after I started to get some validation from it, <laughs> yeah. your ego like sneaks into the equation. And then, you know, they're almost like compartmentalized versions, you know, like in Q was like this mask that I wore to explore the truth. And uh, Adam was somebody different. But now I feel that they're more aligned again. That's so
0: funny how that works out that way. And that's interesting that you say it was a mask. That you wore but it seems as though i feel as though it has been very much stripped away because what you share again is just pure raw truth and you're speaking from your soul thank you <laughs> when you write also when i do read your poetry my inner voice doesn't only say yes i totally feel this um but also i feel like my inner rapper <laughs> is speaking because <laughs> everybody has an inner rapper <laughs> Really. That's true. even this one I- <laughs> so you bring her alive
1: beautiful yeah well I'm happy to perform by the way too usually I would discuss that with people before doing the podcast but we somehow jumped right in so if, uh, if there's anything that you loved from the book or if there's anything else that you would like to hear I mean I'm certainly happy to uh, be of service and to perform something that hopefully will be a value to your listeners, you know?
0: Would love for you to perform. You can, yeah. How about one in your book? I was going to say it shouldn't take a disaster, but you know what? No. Do you want, how about one from your book?
1: You know what? Can I do something completely different? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's because, um, Ali, who of course, you know, very, very well. <laughs> yes. I mean, her and I ended up doing this retreat in Bali a while back yes. and, um, the way that I write in general is I just pay attention to when I'm moved or annoyed or inspired, and I will start the poem from there. And sometimes that comes from me, and then sometimes it comes from other people. And I will always ask them. I will say, that really resonated deeply with me. Can I steal that? You know. And if they say yes, then beautiful. And if they say no because they want to use it for something or you know they're just not comfortable, then I'm always fine with that. Um, but Ali said something so profound and it became the beginning of one of my poems. And, uh, so we were literally in the middle of the jungle at this retreat and, uh, she was teaching a class and she's such an incredible teacher and facilitator. And so I was, you know, deep in my practice and, uh, in one of the yoga positions and, you know, I don't know if it was like downward dog or it was something though. And she said, there is nothing in life that you cannot breathe through except death. And I literally got out of my position and I wrote it down. And then I came up to her afterwards and I said, can I steal that? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. Which was really kind of her because she's such an incredible poet herself. Yeah. And so, you know, she could have used it for herself, but she was nice enough to let me take it. And um, I feel like it would be appropriate to do that poem. Ooh
0: okay major chills yes absolutely plus i mean of course she would allow you to because she just knows that more is to come from within her
1: that's right yeah that's (laughs) right absolutely you know the the um paying attention to where you're moved um is kind of the starting line to running the race of creating anything and uh and so sometimes when you don't pay attention things just fall back into the universe and they can be gone forever or until they you know rise back up again and someone else pays attention to them so um that was one of those lines that i was like i can't let that go
0: Mm, i'm excited to hear it
1: all right there is nothing in life that you cannot breathe through except death and since we're all alive it means at least there's one breath left So pull it deep into your chest, into your bones, into your breasts, into your blood, into your necks, into the mud, into the depth, until it hugs your souls and suffocates the space that you have left, until it tugs your heartstrings and leaves your molecules caressed, just a few precious seconds right before eternal rest. Will you fight for your survival from this uninvited guest? Will you Rolodex your history to glamorize regrets or set your sights on new arrivals? And go sprinting up the steps Me, I'll revel in the wonder Of the colors and the shapes The way the light Resembles floating diamonds Dancing on the lake I am nobody's mistake But my existence Wasn't planned I had to sneak into the party They were out of wristbands Now I'm sinking towards the exit Like it's made of quicksand See, I got used to spinning my wheels But hit the kickstand I wanna truly view the world around me while I still can. I wanna worship every flower giving prayers over the lands. I wanna open up my eyes so wide that what I see expands. And the beauty beams so bright, it overwhelms woman and man. Fuck a portal to the light. I want to scream. I want to fight. I want to eat and fucking and drink. I want to touch. I want to think. I want to feel and taste and see. I want to live. I want to be. And I'd give anything but life because I'm dying to be me. I spent half my life trying to be anything but me. Now my afterlife is spying on my new reality, and I'm vying for another breath before he sets me free. I'm defying death with everything, cause death's defying me. I will rant, I will rave, I will spit, I will rage, I'll go barefoot on the sun or swim a sea of razor blades, I will grow, I will age, I will slow. I will fade, I'll sleep on hot coals, or juggle chainsaws and live grenades, and though I know I'll never give up, in the end, I'll give way. Hey, (laughs) I'm sure there's someone else with something more important to say. But until then, I'm living each and every fucking day. So when I take a breath, I do it like I swear I'm here to stay.
0: I'm going to let that sink in with myself and everybody else. (sighs) Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you for listening.
0: Oh my gosh, that has me all teared up. (laughs) And we're only 17 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (sighs) What often sparks your inspiration to write?
1: You know, it's interesting when you do a bunch of interviews or conversations, you know, you'll get asked similar questions. And so I try to find different ways to answer them. But this one, there's really no different way to answer it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, um, I just pay attention. You know, I've been writing for so long and when something stands out at me in life, there's a reason. And, um, I think that's oftentimes why people have a hard time creating or are intimidated by creating. I think first there's this idea that it has to be great, which is way too much pressure. And then I think that there's a lack of structure and infinite possibilities is beautiful. That's where creativity comes from, but it also can be overwhelming for people, you know, to sit down at a blank piece of paper, And have the pressure without any structure to come up with something great. I mean that's exhausting even thinking about it. Um, And so I think the goal should be to come up with something true. And if you sit down and you are looking to come up with something true. You're almost starting from a lie. And yet if you pay attention in your life to the things that naturally move you. And then you write them down or you say, I want to create something about this particular subject, you know, then you're not looking for an angle. You already have an angle. And as long as I start in a place that's true, the rest of the poem will write itself almost mm-hmm. if I give it enough time and space. I feel like I'm a shepherd, um, or like a sculptor, but the material is already there, uh, trying to sit down and create something without the material can be scary. And, uh, and so I think like, that's why it's a gift when you feel those things. You know, when Allie said that she was in the flow, I don't know if she had ever said that before, (laughs) but it was a really beautiful concept. There is nothing in life that you cannot breathe through except death because it gives you a, um, proactive step to take consciously rather than unconsciously. And we all are breathing consciously. I mean, unconsciously. (laughs) all the time Mm -hmm. you know I I meant to say consistently we're all breathing consistently unconsciously yes (laughs) that's a mouthful (laughs) you know so that's why it resonated with me you know because uh, it reminded me to breathe consciously and it reminded me that when I'm going through difficult things you know that I always have my breath mm -hmm. that, that gave me some peace so I wanted to write a poem from there
0: It's amazing when you do hear something or see something or just feel something and that inspiration strikes you and you, you really took that in, you let it sink in and you do have that structure like you talked about. And perhaps even, I, I don't know, but you probably also have that confidence when you do step up to the plate or step up to the blank space, the blank easel and begin to write and you find that time and space that you're talking about. Yet a lot of people for sure, um, if they haven't been writing for a while or their mind just thinks of every excuse in the book to not when they do begin to write from that blank paper. They may, they, they may struggle to just write and apply the pressure that it's going to be a powerful piece. So what, what should we do when, when we do try to just sit down and simply write without structure? what would the structure look like?
1: Well, first of all, so then just imagine for the next two days that you're doing an experiment on yourself where you're just going to pay attention to the things that stick out to you and you're going to write them down. That is the first thing. So that is a part of the writing process. It's the research process and you're doing research on yourself. I love that. (laughs) What What is moving and meaningful to you? As you live you're working in that way, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, you're in self-discovery. And then once you find that, um, just create the time and space, sit down. You know, it's funny, like I've been like talking about the book Inquire Within Mm -hmm. for literally three months. (laughs) And like part of talking about it has been explaining where the title came from, and the cover, and what the overall meaning, I think, is. And I want everyone to get their own meaning, but, you know, I don't strategize my inspiration. I think strategizing inspiration is one step away from manipulation. So all of my poems have been living, breathing documents. I've never even put them into one place. This is the first book I've ever had. It's the first home that I've ever had for my art. I've just traveled around the world and the country, uh, you know, performing, we do 70 shows a year or something like that. And, um, so what was interesting about this process is is I actually got to see what I've been trying to say all of these years Uh. because I brought all of my material into one place. And, um, so when you look at the cover of the book, um, it's a tree and then uh, obviously, you know, because you'll have it in front of you right now. Mm-hmm, but the the people that are listening, there's, you know, the roots underneath it, and the branches mirror the roots, and so it's the concept of as above, so below. But then when you turn it to the side, mm-hmm. um, it it looks like lungs. Ah, oh,
0: yes.
1: And so the two halves of the book are inhale, and exhale. And inhale is the personal, you know, poems. It's like my poetic hero's journey, you know, about my life and my father and my mother and where I came from and, um, you know, my process of alchemy. And then, uh, the second half exhale is the social and political pieces. So it's, you know, change yourself, change the world. And I think that, that looking at all of these poems in one place led me to, uh, this idea of what I've been trying to say all of these years, which is that, um, The culture of consumerism is constantly trying to take from us you know it's it's trying to take our likes it's trying to take our love it's trying to take our time which we can't get more of it's trying to take our money it's trying to take our attention now it's trying to take our information and uh, i think that the internet is an incredible tool it's connected the entire world And it's really, really beautiful. And especially in these times where we're all going to be quarantined, we still have a way to connect with each other. But there is a difference between us using our tools and having our tools use us. And I think that that's been more of the case these days and that people are feeling more disconnected even before the coronavirus. You know, they feel separated from their neighbors. They feel disconnected from themselves and their own voices. And so I've been saying to people on all of these podcasts, I've been like, look, if if you have something that's going on right now that you can't figure out, you know, of course, you know, you can look on Google, you can look on YouTube, you can ask a friend, you can consult a coach, but you know, also you can just take time for yourself and like really allow the noise of the external world, this modern life that we're living to fall away so that you can hear your one true voice, because that is the voice that is gonna give you your passion and purpose and tell you where to go next. And that's why it's inquire within it's, you know, I had to inquire within myself to create these poems. People have to inquire within the pages to read them. And ultimately they have to inquire within themselves to hear that one true voice. And now, I mean, there's no better time to do that I mean, I've been saying this for months and months and months, and we're now all forced into that quiet space. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, mm. and I think there's something you know, separate from that speech that I've been giving, which was true for me and still is, there's something really powerful about being forced into silence so that we can hear ourselves individually and collectively and decide where we want to go next and where we want to go next. So I hope poetry is a gift for people to do that. That was the full circle of what you had asked. I hope that people pay attention to what's going on in their life right now, their fears. Explore anything, but make sure it is moving to you and then sit down and create it and then just share it with someone. Call someone on the phone. It doesn't matter. you know. Do FaceTime with someone and share it to them because it's important that the poem is witnessed. Because it's not about it being good. It is about it being real. And if it's real, then you're mirroring the human experience onto someone else and everyone feels less alone. Mm.
0: This is so profound. This is so powerful. Inquire within, which is one of the things that, which is one of the main, I guess you could say topics that that we talk about on this podcast often. And I'm sure obviously you've been sharing on the podcast often, but really as you're to saying this, my inner voice, my soul is just reminding me of the power that poetry has helped shaped me in so many ways, yet unlike you, which I'm so inspired by, my mind, I'm not going to lie, has... The, the struggle of being so vulnerable about certain things for whatever reason to ex- share it, to expose it, though I sit on so much of it as poetry has been a healer for me and just a friend for me. And you've also always have been an inspiration for me since Allie introduced me to your work three years ago. And that moved me and it created so many visions of me. All students spoken word poetry. And then I went into a space where I just felt Like, I almost failed myself for not pursuing this vision of mine. And then you were talking about how those ideas, those visions, can, you know, they are gifted to you. And then if you don't pursue it, they go into the universe and they Mm -hmm. will hopefully go on to someone else, right? These ideas, they float. And so when people are listening to this, I highly encourage at this time, they take the time to really listen within and then truly. Act on those visions that come to you or make sure to continue to listen and create and um, share it with others. Indeed, don't just keep it to yourself because then who knows if it will stay there, remain there. That was so powerful. Thank you.
1: Yeah. You know, my girlfriend last night, we were watching television, we were watching uh, High Maintenance. Have you ever watched that show? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. It is a fucking brilliant show. Brilliant. <laughs> Like, I watch way too much television, but I I watch it for the art of it. Yes. Sometimes for the escape as well. You know, I have my own issues. Who does not. But High Maintenance is a really special show. So we're watching it and we finish one of the episodes. And, uh, you know, it's like, this is coming on next week. And her jaw just, like, drops. And I'm like, what? And as they're doing the preview, they're doing a preview about an episode where it just, like, follows the life of a lighter like where a lighter goes it goes from like one situation to another situation to another situation and then it explores those people's lives but it's really just following the lighter yeah you know and uh so she was like you know five years ago or something she was high with her friend and she was like we should do something about following a lighter (laughs) you know and then of course completely forgot about it you know i mean she's an amazing creator um, so she creates a lot of the, the ideas that she comes up with, but, you know, sometimes as we all do, we just let something go back into the universe and then yeah. someone else picks it up. Oh you my know? gosh. So it's beautiful that someone else picked that up and mm-hmm. created something with it, but it's also <laughs> a reminder that if we have those ideas um, you know, it's important for us to run with them just for yeah. our own experience yeah. of expression.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: there, there's a reason that it gets dropped in your lap. You know? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And that is phenomenal that, that that she was able to also witness this from watching the show. Have you heard of Big Magic? Or when you bring this up, someone's referred to Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert? Yes,
1: yes. I, ha- I haven't read it, but I've, I've. I mean, she's an incredible writer. So I very much respect her work.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And she talks about this, how thoughts are actual entities, basically, that, you know, come and they want you to bring that thought to life. But if you're not going to, okay, that's fine. I'm going to find someone else who will.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're all just vibrating energy in, in the spiritual world. You know, it's infinite in, infinite out. I mean, even right now, you know, what are we doing? We're fighting an invisible war. Yeah. You know, there's more space in the world than there is solid You know in the universe and ourselves um and so really we're just a sea of consciousness and so you know when a when a thought vibrating energy you know waveform comes in front of you you know you gotta gotta hold on to it somehow and then uh try to uh build something in reality that's what's so beautiful too, is this experience of separation in the world. Yeah. I mean, then you get to build things in reality. Like I'm looking at my book right now. It's it's an insane thing, mm-hmm. you know, to look at something <laughs> that you made in the world, you know, that it's actually, it came from my mind and my heart and my experiences and my body. And then we got a deal with Harper one, Shout out to Harper One, which is the spiritual division of HarperCollins. They do the Alchemist and Four Agreements. And, no big deal. Um, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. And uh, and then we created it, and now it's here. It's separate from me. It has a different life from me. That's why, other than everything that's going on in the world, I love promoting it because it's not me.
0: Yeah. I
1: hate self promotion. Yeah. Self promotion is so annoying. Like. <laughs> But this thing is separate from me now. It has its own life. And I want it to live.
0: <laughs> and I'm so happy that you you did, that you made this happen, that you created this. And now, because you have been doing this for so long. So when I saw that your book was releasing, I'm like, it is about time. You realize that you've inspired so many of the poets that are inspiring more poets and more artists and more writers. You, you yourself just in queue, 12, uh, given this name at 15 years old or whatever, decided to share his work and now inspiring so many more people to become artists, become poets, and share theirs. And all of that is also shown in this book, something that you probably, I don't know if you're aware of or realize, but it's powerful.
1: What do you mean by that? that? That was a nice comment. Thank you so much.
0: Because you're you're sharing these, these words that resonate with the collective. And because people can relate to this, because it's something that we all can relate to, it inspires something within us. Like you heard Ali say that phrase, and it inspired something within you to write something. Well, because your work resonates and something that we can relate to i can read something of yours and it honestly will inspire something else a branch off something else i don't know Mm. if anybody else would steal your work but it inspires more it's like a branch it's like one poem branches another branches another because it's us being able to relate and then write from our place where our truth what we want to share does that make sense
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. And to what you said earlier, I mean, it's a it's humbling to think that other people are inspired to be poets or to even create or to do something positive in reality uh, based on my work. And I've been, you know, the same inspired by the poets in my community at the Poetry Lounge and beyond, Um, you know, people that uh, really pushed me to be my best version of myself artistically. And so, you know, it's a never ending chain, hopefully. And my dream, of course, is that eight year olds are like, I want to be a poet when I grow (laughs) up, you know, and that it's easily able to be monetized um, as a a genre in popular culture. Um, And I, you know, I believe in it. I think poetry creates empathy and empathy is what the world needs most right now.
0: So I might as well. Use this time to interrupt, and instead of fast-forwarding, would love for you to listen, and then we'll get back into the flow of creation. So, B12. Many of us listening, whether we are vegan or not, may benefit from a high-potency B12 like the one hum nutrition provides, as B12 is shown to not only support energy levels, but also may influence our mood and hormone balance. And by the way, a deficiency in this can lead to a decrease in protein breakdown and neurotransmitter production. So um, by brain cells and healthy hair and skin and nails, no, I would like to receive and enhance more of you. <laughs> Actually, what I really do love about Hum as well is that they're not only affordable, like their bottle of B12 30 vegan tablets is only $10. But on top of that, you receive your own magic's discount, which is 20% off. And that is when you use the promo code magic at checkout and Hum's quality is unparalleled. I have full trust in them as their formulas and ingredients are so meticulously selected to ensure our greatest benefit. And also, they make sure to have the least environmental impact as possible. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, gluten-free, GMO-free, and their vitamins are vegetarian and vegan-friendly. And HUM states that in cases where there is a lack of plant-based alternatives, they are actively working with suppliers to develop one. So I have an inkling of a feeling they might want to be fully plant-based. But right now, of course, their vegan inventory has increased over the years, which is absolutely amazing. And they also collaborate with registered dietitians and researchers at top universities to continue providing the best formulas that truly will impact The wealth of our health. It seems as though their focus is really helping our hair, skin, and nails, along with our metabolism and digestive health. Ooh, digestive health is huge. But of course, they also have supplements to help with sleep, aging, and getting ripped. (laughs) They have one called Ripped Rooster. I've used their gut instinct on and off for years for balancing my digestion and receiving potent, high-quality probiotics, and my mom is all about their turn-back time right now, which has polypodium leukotomos, leukotomos, Lucotomus, leuko, Lucotomos. you know, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. What I do know is that they are grown in Central America, and according to HUM, have been studied for their skin benefits, like preventing harmful effects on the skin associated with sunlight exposure. So, um, hi Raquel, I actually do need to get more of that. And it also does help with hyperpigmentation. So, hi. So, There's a variety of offerings that you can choose from, and perhaps even consult with one of their personal nutritionists for free, and they'll recommend the best nutrients for you and provide a detailed nutrition port, taking the guesswork out, so that you really can just focus on results. So again, 20% off your HUM order. Just go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC at checkout. That's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. Now, continuing forward. I want to dive into questions from the Yomis. However, there was one question that came to mind as you were talking and now it went away. So I might as well just dive into the questions of the Yomis. It'll
1: probably come back later.
0: It will will indeed come back later. Hopefully during this interview, my mind during this time, like you said, empathy, compassion, I'm having compassion for it. Okay, this is so cute. So one girl who came on my retreat, her name is Sophie, mm-hmm. and she wrote, Oh my God, so excited. Please tell him I love him so much and I'm so inspired by him because he's so clearly living in his truth. Uh, and then she's like, Sorry, got too excited and forgot my cue. What are untraditional ways, tools to get out of your own way?
1: Um, first of all, thank her very much for me. Or if she's listening to this, thank you very much. <laughs> That's really nice of you. I genuinely appreciate it. And The question is, what was what? Untraditional?
0: Yeah, untraditional ways or tools to help us get out of our own way.
1: So um, I don't know if they're, you know, what would define, I guess, untraditional versus traditional, but I can tell you what I do, which is um, I'm uh, a meditator. I meditate twice a day, every day. Um, and I was taught by a woman named Emily Fletcher Mm, and Ziva meditation. And it's basically a mantra based meditation, similar to transcendental or Vedic. And, uh, so you, you just kind of use the mantra over and over again to drop you deeper into the meditation Mm -hmm. and you are practicing, letting go of your thoughts and your emotions, um, and returning to the moment and doing that on a daily basis. Uh, Has been an absolute game changer to Mm
0: me. I'm sure. And do you every area? Do you do the same mantra?
1: Yeah. Well, I gave. I was given a an advanced mantra in quotation marks. That's really hilarious (laughs) that there would be an advanced mantra. But I, you know, I did it for like two years straight, and then she gave me a a longer mantra. You're not allowed to tell anyone what the mantra Mm -hmm. is. Of course. Yes. Just you know, a secret between you and God. But but yeah. I mean, you know the mantra I don't think really matters in the end. It's just kind of like a gym for letting go. You know, it's a, you're just practicing letting go over and over and over again. And the mantra helps you do that. Um, and, and then when you're in life, you're much more able to deal with a trigger Mm -hmm. in reality rather than taking some, you know, unresolved projected shit from the past and bringing it into a new moment and, and overreacting. Um, or underreacting, even you know. So that's been really helpful. I've done an enormous amount of body work. Uh, I've done an enormous amount of uh, yoga. I literally moved across the street from Moto Yoga in Los Angeles <laughs> um, because that's how much I liked it at so the time. Good. I had an assistant, and I was like, "I want to get closer to Moto Yoga." I said, "We got to move." I'm <laughs> ready to move. So he looked up. His name is Johnny. He like looks up on the computer, like you know, places near Moto Yoga, and. Uh, literally five minutes later he goes oh he goes that's crazy i said what we were like sitting across the coffee table he goes this place has a picture like of moto yoga in the background from the picture that they took of the living room oh my (laughs) god like the living room has a window and it faces moto yoga and i literally was like great (laughs) give me the appointment (laughs) and then i moved in like a week later of course you know so that's been huge for me uh you know there's been many many practices that have helped me uh to continue to it's like tracing paper you get more and more close to your truth you're never going to fully be aligned But the closer that you get, the better your life will be.
0: Divine timing, Johnny. Divine timing indeed. Johnny's the man. That is so cool. And I mean, so wise, by the way, because it's like you see it and you have no excuse but to not go now. It's right there. Oh, that was
1: the running joke. I mean, I'm friends (laughs) with uh, the two women who run it, uh, Dina and Emily. They're like sisters to me. And so Mm. the joke is as if I would be at my house and I'd be like, oh, yoga's in five minutes. And then I'll be like. I got three minutes. (laughs) I literally just walk right into the class, you know, for, for years. That is brilliant. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But by the way, they're doing, um, an amazing like live stream now to anybody who's (gasps) listening to this and who's in Los Angeles or around the world. And they have really, really incredible yoga. And I think now more than ever, we have to support the businesses that are doing the higher work, Mm -hmm. um, because they're going to be hit pretty hard and. Um, and they're just an incredible, incredible community and have an incredible practice. So, um, if anybody's interested in that, they can just look up Moto Yoga LA. Oh,
0: yeah. Shout out Moto Yoga. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll include that in the show notes for you. Why not?
1: Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Their practice has been, you know, Unbelievable for me.
0: Amazing, amazing. Now this one um, from Eva Louise Chr. She writes, "What do you identify as good poetry?"
1: You know, I've heard so much poetry over the years, uh-huh. and and first of all, let me just say, I know I, I talk too much. It's like we got to get. No, this is great. Questions. I like talk for twenty minutes or whatever on one question. <laughs> but some of my best art experiences I've ever had. Truly, I mean this. Were in the audience watching another poet on stage Mm. and I was just cracked open. So I've been around the best poets in the entire world. I was really, really blessed. Um, and for me, you know, I listened to so much poetry live over the years that I got to a place where I'm either really like, it's almost like my ear, like I won't click into someone anymore when they're reading unless they're really really brilliant and their voice is just really unique and their style is really uh, developed or they're just honest and vulnerable and those are the two things that really move me now so that's what i consider great poetry you know what i feel is in the middle i think it's still important you know and i i i promote you know everyone to create as much as possible but um i think you know no no one can teach you what your voice is your voice in any art form comes from experiencing it and the more that you experience it the more you will develop your style and if you develop your style enough you'll be you know a, a real outlier in that particular genre um but you know as blown away as I am when I see an outlier in poetry is as blown away as I am when someone just gets up and tells a fucking story mm-hmm. and is real about it and is honest and opens up their heart to me. I mean, that sometimes is even more moving. <laughs> so that's what I consider great.
0: And I'm sure God's source universe sees that and sees that as poetic in and of itself, whether it rhymes or not.
1: Oh, yeah. If you have the intention of something being a poem, it is a poem. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to anyone else who gives you all of these, you know, rules and regulations. It's like literally all imaginary bullshit. (laughs) You just have to have the intention of something being a poem and then choose something that's moving and meaningful to you. That's it.
0: Oh, you know, I just realized that I don't think you included, but you had it in your uncorrected proof, the silence piece. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to even share that, but I thought that was brilliant.
1: Thank you, i you know I wanted to uh I used to do that on stage, you know I'd do it in like the middle of the set, and then I'd be like, "This piece is called silence, <laughs> and then I'd go, and I would just wait, I would wait for like I've done like minutes
0: oh that is brilliant, and
1: people get very uncomfortable really? and like they start to shit, yeah, some people laugh, <laughs> some people start crying really and oh. and we just sit there, and then in the end, I, I go. That it took me my whole life to write that poem. Ooh. And so that was the joke. So then we were like, well, how do we translate that into the book? So now it just says silence and then there's just blank pages. And then it just says, you know, it took me my whole life to write that poem In the end of it. But what's interesting is that if I could have done it again, I mean, there's always ways that you would choose to change your piece of art. I'm sure. You know, I would have done like 40 pages that may be 40 is too much but i would have done like like why not well 12, 12 pages of blank silence just because i think it would have made the point even more but uh you know it's it's still what it needs to Ugh, be
0: that would have been so brilliant you know what it's there in spirit and also people know the intention behind it
1: exactly i
0: love it by the way ali just texted she says i love him so much
1: oh yeah she's the absolute best she's in hawaii right now i know I know. If you gotta be on quarantine, that is the place to be.
0: That would not be the worst place. I was supposed to go there in a couple weeks, but now looks like I'm just staying in. (laughs) I'm just staying here.
1: Yeah, tell her I said I love her and you know, I'm thinking about her.
0: For sure, we'll do. And you also tell I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Amazing. And I'll have I'll ask one more of these questions. Let's see.
1: We can do a speed round. I'll just do, I'll say it very quickly. I won't, I won't go off onto my diatribes.
0: Okay. Okay. We'll do a couple more then. Speed round. Uh, Brenna Gallio, how did you find your editors as a publisher? I'm having a hard time with the, my poem book.
1: Yeah, I totally, totally hear that. Okay. Speed round. I got to go quick. Um, <laughs> speed round is Andrea Barsby, who's my agent, was um, connected to us through Atticus, who's an amazing, amazing poet. Um, he does a lot of work on Instagram and has national best-selling books and we're friends. And so he connected me with her and we got along right away. And her and my manager, Kevin Heckmet, uh, we put together a brief and we sent it out to a bunch of publishers and we got four meetings and we got three offers and we went with the best offer and the place that we knew we were going to be most comfortable. Um, I know it's difficult to get your stuff out right, right now, probably especially. Um, but Uh, the best way to do it is to do it through an agent because uh, the uh, publishing industry in terms of like books is very formal in that way. And it's harder to get in, um, you know, by just making a cold call or getting a cold introduction through an email than it is to having someone who's an actual agent who sold a bunch of books uh, doing the legwork for you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that makes it easier on you too. Let's see, Kay Blondie, so you already talked about the second half of this question, but I'll say the full thing, Um, and maybe you can do a speed round sum up. When is your poetry book going to be ready, and what inspires you to write?
1: So the poetry book is ready now, so you can buy it on in-q.com, I guess, amazon i would have said all barnes and nobles but i don't know i mean it's fucking crazy which
0: of course i put in the intro
1: okay cool i appreciate that but but it's weird now because i mean we were gonna try to get on late night that's not gonna happen we were gonna try to like you know we had all these plans and now basically they're out the window along with everybody else's (sighs) plans so it's gonna be an interesting thing to see whether or not you know, people buy it. Oh. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I'm going to say one more thing because I've never told the story and I'm feeling it. comfortable with you. So <laughs> I'm just going to like truly answer your question. Is So my, uh, my amazing um, editor, Gideon at Harper One, he goes, this is like three months ago before anything was happening. He goes, this is my favorite part. He goes, "Cute. this is my favorite part because this is when you get to see it hit the market. And in my head, I was like, hit the market. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I've never hit the market before. I said, I don't, I don't know how I hit the market. You know, <laughs> I literally had no idea and still have no idea. So I don't know if people are going to like these podcasts or not like these podcasts or buy the book or not mm-hmm. buy the book. What I know is that I'm really proud of it and that I want to share it with as many people as possible and that I can't do anything other than be myself. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, hope that that resonates with people and that's in my writing it's in my performing and it's i guess in my marketing in quotation marks (laughs) and uh and right now i'm i wrote something about uh the experience that we're all going through uh in the last like four days and the first line is the virus doesn't care about our nations (sighs) it doesn't care about the boundaries drawn by our imaginations you know and then it just goes from there and and i'm inspired about you know, to write about the things that uh, I'm inspired to write about. You I know? just
0: come from the soul of Adam, of NQ. That's one thing I just love. And it reminds me of how we are all so connected. I mean, you and I are completely different people. Yet I'll read your poetry and I'm like, oh, my gosh, me, me, same, mm. <laughs> you know. Mm. Um, and that is so inspirational in and of itself. Also, you don't have to worry about that quote unquote marketing because I just – have an inkling of a feeling that this is all going to divinely work out because it is from something that is beyond you, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it just absolutely. is a mirror to the human experience like all good art is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why it's the same thing if I listen to Ali's work or if I listen to, you know, one of your great podcasts, I can f- see myself in it. I mm-hmm. you know, and I I feel like I can go, okay, all right. I'm not alone in in this thing, you know. All the stuff we're all going through, the fears, the anxieties, you know, the pain, you know, the the jealousy, the anger, you know. I don't have to hide that uh, from other people or from myself. You know, it's it's okay to acknowledge it, to accept it, to integrate it, and then to alchemize it. But it's not okay to perpetuate it or to victimize myself. And uh, that's what great art is, I think, is a is a reminder to live our best lives. <sighs>
0: Absolutely. And that reminded me of that question that floated away for a second. It just came back. And then I'll ask the last question just to wrap it up for you. Do you mind if I ask the two questions? First of all, do you have? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Amazing.
1: I'm just going to do Pilates after this with my girlfriend. I mean, literally, there's nothing to do. It's crazy. There's so much to do and then nothing to do, but. And I you know love the I mean. fact
0: that you get to do that at home because I was like, oh no, he has to hurry to a Pilates class. Oh so wait, there's no way he has to hurry to a Pilates class.
1: Yeah, we just, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I'm going to just do some yoga after this as well. That's right. Uh Yep. <laughs> Very yin, though, right now. Yeah, I hear that. Um, That's Yin is good for you right
1: now, you know, when you're, when you're healing.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Though my mind, of course, is like, oh, you got to do some power flows. Ah. And I'm like, no, shh, it's fine. Um, But yeah. the question, and it's still here, which is great. So there are a lot of spiritualists that suggest as words are extremely powerful. There's a vibration to them that to remain in a quote-unquote like positive headspace and so what you're going to say to keep that as positive as possible yet at the same time in my heart I feel like when it comes to art and expressing yourself expressing your soul and just like releasing it getting out of you it's important to just be truthful and honest and so I love that that's part of your art It's just being true and honest but have you ever run into a situation or have you ever had the experience when you started getting into spirituality of like oh I can't really say this because that's negative what's your perspective on that
1: yeah I think a lot of the spiritualists are wrong or (laughs) they're not wrong in like I don't know like the universal sense that but they're wrong personally for me I you know I I don't know how to do that I mean (laughs) I remember being stoned and like watching um the secret like a long time ago Mm -hmm. and I mean I was like wow you know and I was so (laughs) taken by it that I think I just completely misunderstood the law of attraction (laughs) so for a long time I was walking around like oh everything's great like everything's great no everything's not it's everything's great it's Mm -hmm. totally great guys it's all great it's not. <laughs> it's not all great. What you have to come to terms with is that it is not all great, but that's what's great. You're like, Ooh. it's great even if it's not all great. But if you don't acknowledge the fact that it's not all great, then you're lying to yourself. And if you're lying to yourself, you're lying to God. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like, I, I don't, yep. you know, there, there's no, There. this world is a world of dichotomy. Yeah. And you need the dichotomy. You need the bad to have a comparison point to know Mm -hmm. what good is. Oh, yeah. Um, And so I'm not a proponent of like ignoring the negative shadow emotions that you have. I'm a proponent of taking them and using that word again, alchemy, like alchemizing those things so that you create something with it rather than destroy something with it and i think that that is the key you know that's the thing that truly you know uh unlocks that process of alchemy um and it's something i'm still learning you know and and i have various degrees of success and failure on a moment-to-moment basis but Mm -hmm. that's my goal is to be honest with myself about what's really going on to fully accept it You know, if I'm judging myself, don't judge myself for judging myself. (laughs) If I'm scared, don't be afraid of being scared. You know, I mean, just accept it and then choose to be empowered anyway and to try to take an action in the world that will be positive for yourself and other people
0: a men oh create it alchemize it through some sort of art that is key because it like you said you could end up just just destroying yourself i indeed know from trying to spiritual bypass so much for so long that it ended up paralyzing me and
1: mm. um what do you mean by that like what specifically are you talking
0: Trying about? Trying to stick to a certain narrative, a rhetoric of myself that seems so positive and light where I wasn't allowing myself to fully face or come to terms with what was really going on within. And that ended up me thinking that I was mm-hmm. transcending it or alchemizing it to be positive just by acting positive actually led to a sort of, I I guess, destruction in a sense where I just was paralyzed for so long and felt disconnected. And this is something that I've talked about on the podcast because that happened in more recent, like about a year and a half ago or so. And I I really just felt so paralyzed because I wasn't Hmm. allowing myself to fully alchemize like you say what was really going on in an appropriate way because you can't fake it you just can't
1: no and and when you suppress it or ignore it or distract yourself from it or force yourself to be positive um you you push it into a place and it, it it has nowhere else to go yeah and so it stays inside of you and eventually it tries to get out in other ways like through diseases or like You know, screaming at people in traffic, or (laughs) you know, and that's a problem with our hero culture. You know, Uh. is that everyone looks up to people like they have all the answers, even in this like (laughs) self-help, you know, thing. Everyone's saying, "I have the answers." No, no, you don't. (laughs) You 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 have the some answers for you. Mm -hmm. You know. But you don't have answers for other people, you know, and, and you, all you can do is share your experience. So I don't have answers. I have my mm-hmm. experiences and I have my questions. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm sharing through my art. And when I look up to heroes, I'm disappointed that they're human later. Mm-hmm. You know, it's when, when, I, when I look up to them as heroes, what happens is, is their accomplishments don't seem inspiring to me. They seem discouraging. Cause I'm like, they're superhuman. Like I could never accomplish that, you know? And so it actually makes me feel bad about myself (laughs) rather than feel inspired to take action. And then they inevitably disappoint me because they're not superhuman, (laughs) you know? And, and that's what makes their accomplishments so incredible that they did it anyway. And they're human. So, you know, I mean, if somebody's listening to me and they look up to me or whatever, don't, (laughs) don't look up to me, look at me. Yes, I don't know what's going on either. I'm just one moment to the next moment, one step at a time. Um, and we're all in this together. Oh my
0: gosh. Amen again. That is why I've been feeling so good the past year, just being like, yo, I'm so human and sharing mm-hmm. everything that comes to mind and heart, being so transparent and vulnerable and now I just think that people definitely feel more of just a sister connection than anything else, which is the best thing you can ask for, because no one is superhuman at all. And I question everyone that does, like you said, say that they have the remedy for everything.
1: Well, because they're really probably trying to sell you something rather than share something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Ooh. and they're- see,
0: yeah, we rarely talked about your book, but this. I'm telling you, I just know that this in and of itself, just you sharing this truth, all these truths from your heart in this present moment is medicine and is that quote unquote marketing in and of itself because I just want to read from somebody that is them. That's not trying to sell me something. So thank you for just being present in this conversation. I am happy that I just went off of whatever the conversation was going to be like I usually do because you'll receive, uh, they can listen to all the other podcasts you're on to receive that information. But I'm so glad to have just had this present conversation with you from your heart in this moment. So thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And I appreciate you sharing me with your audience. And you know, just to anyone who's listening, I know times are hard right now. But uh, just be safe, be kind and keep loving each other.
0: Mm. And before you go, though, I have one question for you. Yes, that I'm sure Ali asked you the very first time you're on this podcast. That we ask all the your own Magic guests. Mm-hmm. How would you advise the your own Magic listeners to create their own magic?
1: You know, just trust in your own magic. That's really what it is. Because if you pay attention to it and then you trust it, then you can follow it. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know if it's jason silva some somebody he's a a buddy of mine but somebody told me that he said something at a conference or maybe i pulled this out of thin air but it's this idea of if you don't know what your purpose is you know think about what you're passionate about and if you don't know what you're passionate about uh think about what you're fascinated by and if you don't know what you're fascinated by think about what you're interested in and if you don't know what you're interested in think about what you're curious about you know because You don't have to start so big, (laughs) you know, just, just look around and say, what am I curious about? And then follow that. You know, if you follow the path, the path will lead the way because the path is your enthusiasm, but it can be small. And that's, that's how you find your magic is to follow your magic.
0: Again, that is brilliant. And that is so helpful for those that might feel paralyzed that they have to jump from A to Z. So thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you.
0: And also thank your girlfriend for listening to this podcast. I want to connect. She loves with her. you. Oh, I love her. Yeah. I don't even know her. I, what's her name? Adriana. Adriana, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah, connect us. Connect us.
1: I will absolutely. Yeah, I'll put yeah. you guys on uh, <laughs> on something either on Insta or uh, on text.
0: I love that. I love that, and I love everything that you create and you thank you again so much where can everybody connect with you
1: they can go to in-q.com and that's my website um, or at inq life on instagram or facebook and just kind of look up inq poetry and it'll get you there and um definitely please get the book and if you do get the book let me know what you think about it you know tag me in it and um and then just once again thank you for having me and and you know these podcasts are going to be important for people now more than ever, really. And so you're you're doing really important work, and and I support you and and appreciate you.
0: Thank you, you. <laughs> that means a lot. And thank you for this time. Seriously, it meant the world.
1: Wonderful. Dear
0: Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL. <laughs> But also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks, my Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra, that is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra, I'll put that in the show notes. And make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments but also send love back to you because why not and then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals high-vibing individuals to to raise your vibrations feel free to join us in the your own magic secret facebook group that will also be left in the show notes and feel free to browse your own magic.life I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations. And the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state for example like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings, which I love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so I can be more creative in my day. In addition to that, other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals, yada yada. (laughs) Anyway, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.